From the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Sean Dwan of Speak for Success International. Whether it's a workplace presentation, a sales presentation, or any situation where you're asked to deliver a presentation with conviction, authority, and confidence, Sean will train you to be the presenter that people want to invite you back. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Sean. Sean, when people think of fears, actually the fear of dying isn't one of the ones that crops up the most. People in gen- general, and this goes back to numerous studies that have been done, actually fear speaking in public much so than they do about them dying. How Can you explain that to me? Uh, yeah, it's very, very interesting because it's so, so true, Elaine. And I remember being the best man at my own uh, daughter's wedding and I couldn't say anything. I was just totally dumbfounded. And it really, really stuck with me. And that's the reason I'm probably doing it now. That's why I set up Speak for Success International in 2009. Because I think you mentioned it there about people, there are a number of people that would prefer to literally die and actually speak in public. It's fascinating, but it's so true. And it's an awful pity because lots of people have brilliant ideas and they are very capable of speaking once they know they can. And you need to know what you need to know to actually speak with conviction and authority and confidence. And Nervousness is the number one thing, but prepare, prepare, prepare. They're the three key things when you're actually going to speak at something. You can't do something haphazardly. Most people do. And there's loads of other things to be aware of as well, like audience analysis. You need to know who you're speaking to. Also, facilities and equipment. You need to be very aware of all that. And uh, audience analysis is very important because you need to know who you're actually talking to, what education levels they're at. Is it men or women, age groups? You need to find out as much as you can about uh, scenarios like that. And that's part of preparation, preparation, preparation. But uh, alas, most people don't do it because they're not aware of it. Yes, and I think that the key phrase here is, you know, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. So really put your time, energy and effort. And even when we think about speaking, you know, there's this whole thing that, look, you know, God, us Irish as a nation, you know, we're said to have all of nearly kissed the Blarney Stone and have the gift of the gab. But that's very much in a conversational, casual conversation style rather than actually presenting and and keynote speaking or giving a presentation. Yeah, the thing is that uh, breathing is very, very important as well. Now, when I'm out walking, I breathe through my nose all the time. So if I get stressed when I'm speaking, I'll continue on breathing through my nose because you take in about four and a half times more air if you're breathing through your nose rather than your mouth. Because if you're breathing through your mouth, this is what happens and you get free. <laughs> and then the whole thing escalates. It's like a spiral. Nervousness then is... The dry mouth syndrome, I call it. Yeah, something something like that, Elaine, yeah. So the thing is, uh, self-visualization is very important as well. There are three things I tell people all the time is, uh, number one is, I love to present. Uh, Number two, this is a lot of fun. And thirdly, the audience will really enjoy this. 
But you have to have preparation, preparation, preparation done for all this to happen. But you need to say that every single day, several times a day. So this and is all it part of your mind automatically. That yeah, and I can do this. Right. Uh, the other thing uh, to do is to is to think of the audience rather than yourself, because most people are thinking about themselves when they're speaking. But you have to be thinking about the audience. When you are in preparation mode, you think about yourself and the audience. But when it comes to delivering a presentation uh, for AIBF or whoever it is, you're thinking about the audience now because they have to benefit. Benefit being a key word. They have to benefit from listening to you. Otherwise, you shouldn't be there or they shouldn't be there. And the first thing you'd also do is you have to grab the audience's attention. Because if I say to people, if I'm delivering a talk, uh, which I do quite regularly, uh, hello, I'm Sean Dewan, speak for Success International. So what? There's nothing to that. So you could say something like, do you know what I do? I take the fear out of people's lives. That's an example of grabbing attention. Or you could use a quotation. Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. Or you could say, to be able to speak in front of an audience is magical. And it permeates our whole being. Little things like that. There's loads and loads of stuff you can actually use. Or you could use a prop. That would be regarded even as a prop. But water. What of water. Anything at all, to, because everybody is the same. And if you do the same as everybody else, you'll never distinguish yourself. You're going to be the same as all of them. So there's no difference, really. Not that you want to be different, but you want to adhere to the audience and give them something to think about. And they need to benefit, out. as I said, benefit, benefit, benefit. They need to benefit from listening to you. Otherwise, That's you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be That's doing. very good. And I suppose when it comes back then to knowing your content or knowing what you're going to deliver, if you have prepared well, you know, um, and if you have that it, that that your audience's best interest at heart, you know, especially in your preparation, but when it comes to delivering, you know, you're delivering value for them as well. Yeah, if exactly. You to, if you were just to maybe share with our listeners today, because I'm sure that we've got people listening in, some that are very good at pre presenting, some that maybe would like to improve and others that maybe just say, hang on here, I'd rather give it to a colleague to do it. But at the end of the day, and I think it was my speech and drama teacher when I was younger taught me that, you know, speech is your oral passport in life. It is such an important part of us as, you know, as business people, getting your point across, it could be pitching for business, you know, getting to know a customer. And you very rightly said so there, Sean, is that, you know, what's making you stand out? If you were to give some of your top tips, you know, to our audience, if they're preparing a speech or preparing to give a presentation, what should they be thinking about? Uh, the first thing you, you must have, Elaine, when you're speaking is, and it's always number one, I call it the big E, it's enthusiasm. You have to be enthusiastic about what you're speaking about. You don't want to go OTT either over the top. And now I occasionally do, to do that because I get so excited about what I'm talking about because I believe totally in it. So you have to be enthusiastic. Now, what is enthusiasm though? That's the thing. Because there's a whole bunch of things which include or is under the, the auspices of enthusiasm. And facial expression would be one. Eye contact would be another. Smiling is absolutely terrific. I did say it before, you probably heard it. A smile is a weapon of mass seduction. And it does endear you to people. And they will approach you afterwards as well. Hello is a powerful word as well. <laughs> I think at one of the events there, somebody came up to me and said hello after I spoke down there. I didn't really know what they were. They just said hello and walked off. I think they were telling me that, yeah, hello, it is a powerful word. 
So the other thing is words are very important as well because Elaine, what you'll hear quite regularly is well done. That's a no-no for me because well done doesn't mean anything really and everybody uses it. So you have to be very specific when you're telling somebody you did something very well. Eye contact is very important and eye contact is if you're talking to maybe 100 people in the room, you can't make individual contact with all of them. Or if you're talking to 500, you make eye contact with groups like what I'm actually doing now. And you do that for three to five seconds. And then you make eye contact over here. I've never seen a politician do it yet. I think it's a lack of confidence, although they're terrific people, but they have no confidence in speaking, generally speaking. They won't make eye contact. They'll be like this and they'll read stuff. And that's terrific, but it's not for me though. And also, words are very good too, because if I said to you, oh, that's good. Good is a very lame sort of a word, really. There's no emphasis on it. If I said to you, Elaine, that's great. And then you tell them why it's great, or just terrific, or it's marvelous, or I'm really proud of this, or you will be thrilled with this. Their examples are power words because we don't want to be we because we have a good command of the English language, so why not use it then? And as well as that, uh, John, thing might be. Yeah, sorry. As well as I suppose sorry. the speaking side and the verbal side of things, you've also got the non-verbal side. Yeah, non-verbal is very important. That would be facial expression, smiling, of course, as I, as I mentioned earlier, which is absolutely crucial. And so your voice checklist and. Well, let's let's do the voice checklist there because inflection is very important. Inflection, uh, Elaine, is about emphasizing certain words. Because if I said to you, uh, "Do you know where I'm going later on today?" You might say, uh, "Okay, what are we going to do next?" Uh, but if I said, "Do you know where I'm going next?" See, that would be an example of inflection, and you need to use that every now and then because it, it's emphasis on a certain thing, and it has to be important. Articulation is crucial as well. We in Ireland, particularly now that we're multicultural, we're always clipping words at the end, like I'll see you in the morning. Now, you and I know what that is. Irish people will generally know what that is, but there's Indian people, Brazilians, Russians, Americans, English, they won't know what that is. You have to say, I will see you in the morning, ING, you have to pronounce your INGs. Also, do you know what's really, really powerful, Elaine? Aussie. Mm -hmm. If you most people just no. Do you know where I'm going this afternoon? I'm going into Limerick this afternoon. Why? Because I'm meeting Michael D. Higgins. You see, it could be something like that. That's the power of pausing. I'd love people to remember that because. The great thing about pausing is, and you're not doing anything when you're pausing, you're just sitting there like it, you're just sitting there or standing there. Uh, people will listen to what you said. You're drawing them in. And they'll want to hear what you're going to say next. And the third one then is it helps to eliminate a lot of crutch words we use like as and ams and you know and basically and all that sort of stuff. And also uh, garbage. So we have to be very concerned about garbage because I think it was... Mark Twain or somebody said, garbage in, garbage out. So we don't want to be using garbage words like, you know, as and ends. And now I know Simon Pogney is a brilliant guy, but he's as, he, he, he'd have a hundred in about five minutes, but he's a lovely, lovely person. Sorry, Simon, if you ever listen to this, but I'd love to train you. I really would because you, you need to stop that because you're a genius and you're a lovely, lovely person. But why somebody doesn't train you, I don't know. But anyway, that's 
Yes, they're really, really good tips, especially about, you know, the verbal cues and how you use your voice. But also then, you know, things like for me personally, you mentioned it so right. There's eye contact is so, so important. But your hands and your facial expressions as well, you can really use them to add to the content that you're delivering. Just if we were to leave on a parting note, Sean, and if there's somebody here that's listening, and that has an you know a presentation that they're going to have to make say within the next week or you know be it for funding be it um for a new job with a new client whatever that is if you were to leave them with one or two top tips on and i suppose how to make the most of the opportunity to hand for themselves and to banish any nerves what would you say to them uh well briefly first of all uh, you need to, there are seven steps to putting something together because most most people lack structure. Uh, the first one is that you have to draw a mind map. I have to show people how to do that. You analyze the audience. You consider the facilities and equipment. You develop the objectives of your message. And then you develop the body of your presentation. You always do that first, not the introduction. And you'll have three or four main points in the body, and that's enough. Because if you say there's 10 things I'm going to talk to you about today, they'll be out to the loo and they won't be in a hurry back. And then uh, the sixth step then is develop an introduction. And the first thing you have to do in the introduction is grab their attention. Mm -hmm. The second thing you have to do is tell them about the benefits that they're going to achieve by listening to you. And the third one then is you tell them exactly, and I mean exactly what you're going to talk about. And finally, then you have a conclusion. And that's a summary. You summarize briefly what you were talking about. And then you identify the benefits again, perhaps using different terminology, because people remember first what they hear last. And the final one then would you have to grab their attention. You have to do something that's that's sort of memorable. And that, that's absolutely crucial. Now, they, the, thing, the three things I'd leave people with would be, and these are things they wouldn't have heard before, but it is very applicable with the speakers training camp workshop that I deliver, which I trained in America, is steak, sizzle, and style. What's steak? Steak is great information. Sizzle, because you can imagine a steak on a pan, and then you have the sizzle there, you have mushrooms and onions on it, and they're all bouncing up and down. Uh, so the analogy there is, stories and examples and particularly personal stories they're very powerful because people will follow you with a personal story and you can create a picture of the person maybe you're talking about and finally then you have style and that's your voice and your non-verbals they're the three key things and they're the three key takeaways always when you're when you, sizzle when you and style like like mine Fantastic, Sean. I think that that in itself, I think that analogy is even so memorable. So remember, for, for all of our listeners today, remember steaks, sizzle and style, the top three things to think about before your next presentation. Sean, thank you so much for joining me today as a valued member of the tribe and absolute authority in, in all things public speaking. If any of our listeners would like to get in touch with you, I'm sure you'd be very open for a conversation. Yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Elaine, the thing is, finally, if anybody is interested, they just contact me and I'll meet them for a coffee because I need to know what their challenges are and they need to want to do it. And they also uh, need to know that what I'm delivering to them is of huge benefit to them. Sean Dwan, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thank you very much, Elaine. Elaine, it's always great to talk to you. And your smile, well, what is it? It's a weapon of mass seduction. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Thank you so much, Sean. Take care.
Thank you. Yeah, bye, Elaine. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars program, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.